Good evening. Oh, let's try that one more time. Good evening. We come together tonight uh, to celebrate the first uh, event of these two weeks in which we count down toward graduation. And as we have been uh, saying all year, and I trust not just saying, but meaning and believing, we are attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Tonight we come to celebrate with those who are about to graduate. Let's continue our prayer to him, shall we? We don't have the words to tell you all that you've done for us. Great is just the beginning of it. It's just the beginning of it. So we praise you and honor you with our hearts and our minds and our bodies and our families and our efforts. Great things you have taught us. Great things you have done. But we anticipate purer and higher and greater. As you continue to call us into your presence, call us into your likeness, we give you praise. We want to celebrate especially this evening the great ways that you have brought us to this point in our lives. For every gift, for every grace, for every student and the testimony that their lives represents, we give you praise. And now I ask that you would help us to hear from you as we hear from your servants. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I'm not supposed to have favorite chapel services, but this is it. Just don't tell anybody. It is our privilege as a campus community, as a college community, to see how God has shaped and formed and been faithful to our brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, their lives and their presence here this evening gives witness to all that. Yes? yes. All in favor say aye. aye. Absolutely right. So they're going to, they're going to take 90 seconds. <laughs> At least that's the suggested recommended time to tell about all of the ways that God has worked in the last four, five, six, seven years or so. So I'm going to ask the first, the first row to stand, and if you'll come this way. Come on up this way. Uh, this service is a testimony to God's grace, and I'm looking forward to all that we'll hear. Jerry? I didn't know exactly what to do, so this is what I came up with. First to my wife, Denise, I owe you everything, honey, wherever you're sitting. I love you very much. I'm already going to cry. Um, she worked more than a full-time job over these years to make sure that I get through school and to support our ministry, and um, I couldn't have asked God for a better helpmate. Secondly, to the people of Southgate Church of the Nazarene, um, I'm so grateful that they put up with me while I was going to school and learning to be a Nazarene pastor. I'll never forget their love and support for me. The staff and the faculty here at the Bible College has 
is beyond anything that I could ever imagine. I have to point out a few very special people. First to Dr. Alan Deuce, Professor Jan Deuce, Dr. Laurel Matson, and Dr. Alan Like. The four of you earned my eternal love and respect. Your transparency and deep compassion helped me with school and my first Nazarene pastorate. Your contribution will never be measured on this side of heaven, but um, know I love you all with the deep love of Christ and, po and promise to pay your contribution forward. Dr. King, who I don't think is here, um, what can I say about Dr. King? I'm so sorry that I put him through all that I put him through all these years. <laughs> he never could have guessed what it was going to be like advising me, but I made it through and with his help. To Dr. Humble, um, all I can say to you, Doc, is I thank you so much for the stoking of the flame of the love of theology that you've put in my life. When I get to teach someday, which is my ultimate desire, I pray that I can have half as much passion about the subject that you do and that all of my students will know that I am a wonderful part of a great heritage of theology teachers. Dr. Stelting, thank you for my second, third, and fourth chances. <laughs> Your compassion in a very difficult job has been immeasurable. I hope I can always reflect that same kind of compassion and that I can live up to the trust that you've always placed in my ability to succeed. And finally, for all of you, I've had a, the joy of sharing this part of my journey with especially my fellow graduates who I've spent most of my time with. I pray that I've touched your life in some way as you have all touched my life. As we continue on in our journeys and go our separate ways, I pray that God will bless us all in our endeavors as we work for him. What's really happening? It's been five years to get here. and. Uh, when I came here, I thought I knew what faith was, but now I know what it is. I've experienced it. And um, I want to thank my wife, my children, for their support. Without them, my wife hearing me complain all the time and quitting about 20 times a week and, and just supporting me, all my professors, especially Dr. Lambright, Dr. Madsen, Dr. Lewis. The cohort was my best year here, and I want to thank you very much for that. And um, to all my classmates, and um, this day doesn't really seem real, but um, you will get there. I just need to savor this moment for a minute. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of Patrick right now. Balkan, you're not going to want to miss this. Whatever it takes, brother. Well. Let me take that back. There's some sacrifices we can make that aren't worth it. Our families, our, our children, our, our marriages. But there are sacrifices that will be asked of you, each one of you. And as you go through those and as you go through the trials and the tribulations that you'll face here, they won't mean anything until you stand here. You have to make it here for it to count, right. to really count in your life. Graduation isn't just a, a degree that we earn. It's a privilege to have experienced all we have since we've been here. Each and every moment, there hasn't been a wasted time, good or bad, because it just seems like I've learned from all of it. Um, I, I've gained confidence. I've learned more about my wife in the six years here than I knew the previous <laughs> 20. And, and that's a good thing. 
you know, where, where do you start when it comes to thanking people? I, I have to start with Shelly for her putting up with me. That was quite a job for her putting up with me. I love you very much, Shelly. Um, I, I love you more today than I ever have. And, and my children. It's hard to call them children when both my boys are a foot taller than I am. And my daughter, before my eyes out here, has grown into a beautiful young woman. Kay, I love you. And Sam, I'm very proud of you. Joe, I'm expecting great things from you, bud. And it's a privilege to have my mom and my stepdad, Tom, here. And they came all the way from Florida to be at this service. I'm really thankful for that, for you to be able to share this with me. And then there's a list of professors. I'm going to start with a, an administrator, the new kid on the block, um, Dr. Graves. He's brought an awesome change to this campus. There's something different. Um, the thing that impressed me most about you was uh, I was walking into the library one day and you were leaving after work and you stopped and you took time to say hi. That impressed me. Appreciate that. My Bible teachers, I see Dr. Powers here tonight. Um, the passion that they have for teaching God's Word. And, and the passion Dr. Adig has for speaking it in public. Um, it, it's just contagious. Dr. Mattson, um, I, sat, I sat in your office several times. Sometimes it wasn't anything more than talking sports, but sometimes it was pretty serious. Thanks. And uh, for Dr. Lambright for being a hardcore when he needed to be. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. We were kidding um, Patsy Crane out in the foyer about using the word ain't while we were up here. <laughs> but you know, um, you laid the foundation for us that first year. I, I have one more paper to do. <laughs> one more. And, and I never got there if it wasn't for you for laying that foundation, so thank you. I see uh, Alan back there sitting in the corner. And when he came on campus, I, I got this strange realization that I'm about as old as half of my professors. <laughs> Is that right? That's not right. But it was good to see you come on campus. It was. I know there are those that I'll miss. Um, Dr. King, another passionate teacher. Um, Dr. Warrington will probably, if he was here tonight, he would tell you that my first preaching lab sermon was kind of the same. The 20 minutes didn't mean anything to me. And then minute and a half is nothing. How? How can you say what you need to say in a minute and a half? Except that I'm thankful for Nazarene Bible College, for what they've done for me, for the people that they brought into my lives, my life. It's, it's been an awesome experience. Don't miss this opportunity. Thank you. Hi, um, my name is Prudencia, and I 
want to say that God brought me through here. He basically said, you know, transform your mind. And when he brought me to Nazarene Bible College, and, um, I have transformed my mind to just worship him and the sacrifices that are laid there before me. And the trials that I've gone through, through just being at this school with life and distressing and also um, just going through the cohort and I like to thank the professors and for that year because that was the most transforming year in my life and through that I've grown deeper in God and I like to thank um, Dr. Lambright um, thank you for challenging me for pushing me to go beyond what I thought I could do. And now I'm leaving here with God's word saying, be encouraged, don't be afraid, have strength in me, for I am going with you, I've gone before you, I already laid the path for you. And so that's... Uh, back in 1987, I felt a call on my life, and uh, one thing God didn't, did for me is he never let that go. Um, I left DNC back in 1995 after my father passed away, and with 92 credit hours, and really struggled to, to pay for more credit hours that I had already taken, and really struggled. After I got here, and it was at a fair with you, that uh, there's your booth, and you talked to me, and you gave me a free class, which which is kind of nice, but it got me back on campus. And then you opened up the uh, Advantage program. And that is a blessing. That's a godsend. I, I think it, it fills a, a gap in our church community that we've needed, um, whether it's in full-time ministry or working as a business person. It fills that gap that we've needed. And, and I thank you for that. I, I thank my wife, Shelly, who's with the kids right now, putting them to bed. But uh, she's put up with a lot of you know, I've had to close the door while I studied, wanted to play with the kids. I couldn't do that, um, but I did two Advantage program in the two years, and it's been a lot of work and uh, written a lot of papers, but uh, God is in it, and God is faithful. And you guys still have a little bit of work to do, but it's worth it. Um, you know, God's, you don't think you're ready. Wait till you get to this point and you're still asking the question, God, am I ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, God's faithful and he's going to make, make a way. And at least we have tools now when we get to that place and God places us. And that's the important thing. We're not going to have all the answers yet. But I, I believe that in God and I have that training to uh, go, go to the answers. So, wish you well in the next few years for you guys. I think most of you know me. I'm Sharon Matson. Um, Doctor, like you said, five, six, seven years, however long. Well, from start to finish at all of that to when it, the day I graduate, um, 46 years. So one of two things, I'm probably either a slow learner or I'm very, very old, so I'll let you decide that. <laughs> Take your pick. Uh, 
Anyhow, a lot of territory has been covered, you know, in those 46 years, and I won't bore you with all of it. But during the time that um, I was a pastor's wife for 21 years and a district superintendent's wife for 15 years, my number one calling was rearing our four children and taking care of three parents, uh, two of which had Alzheimer's. And it was during that time, I think, that God impressed me that um, that was my ministry, to minister to people who, you know, older people who have dementia, Alzheimer's, uh, similar things. And so when we moved here seven years ago, our last child went off to college. So that just left the two of us. And I sat through at least 22 graduations at all of that because Laura was uh, on the board of trustees. Every time I would think, you know, that'd be nice to walk across the aisle. That'd really be nice. Then I'd go home, get busy, and just miss the idea. We moved here, and I worked in the registration office, and several ladies talked about taking classes, and I thought, oh, that's a novel idea. <laughs> maybe, I could, maybe I could do that, you know, but didn't think very seriously about it until God started talking to me. And so it was no longer my idea, but, but his, and I, for two years, tried to dismiss it and think of reasons why I shouldn't start doing it, you know, like, what am I going to do at this age? Or, uh, you know, it's been a long time since I've been out of school. How do you do that again? And, oh, all kinds of things. But uh, through the five years that I've been here, uh, whenever I bring up any of those ideas, like what am I going to do at my age, the Lord just seems to kind of say, zip it. <laughs> and, and I can even almost visualize the, hand, visualize the hand motion. I mentioned that at the graduating exit interview, and Dr. Lewis said, does the Lord really speak to you like that? <laughs> I said, yeah, he does, you know. We've covered that territory before. There's no reason to bring it up again. So who knows what God's got in mind. I'm excited about it. Um, I think I've enjoyed all of my professors. I really appreciate our professors. I think they're godly people, and I've learned a lot from each one of them that I've had. I haven't had all of them, but mostly all of them. And um, I've just learned so much, but I think the the cohort. It was a very intense year, but I learned a lot, and it just really clarified in my mind that that's where I'm headed, maybe for a side job or something, you know, to work with older people and their families uh, to minister to them. Thank you very much. Well, it has been a very busy four and a half years, and it has been packed with everything. Um, I do have a challenge for each of the students here, and I'm going to borrow it from Dr. Lambright, and you may have heard it already, and it's, you need to be real. You need to be real with God. You need to be real with your professors. They're there for you. And you need to be real with yourself, because that's what's going to get you through. And you need to know and be open to God's calling and where he's taking you. Um, there's a lot of opportunities open for you, you don't have to have just one major, correct? That's why it's taken me so long. I've had a couple. So um, I couldn't decide what I want to do, but now I know I'm going to use all of it. So just be real. Um, I would like to thank, actually, um, 
I've had most of the professors since I've had the different majors. Um, so I will say that Bible and theology, uh, Dr. Powers, you do make them come alive, and Dr. King, um, you make us look at things totally different and put us back in that time period. And thank you, because it made me look at the uh, Bible in a whole different world. And Dr. Umble, oh, boy, did you open my mind. Um, <laughs> since I was, I'm not Nazarene, I wasn't raised Nazarene, boy, he has opened my mind and my heart, and there's been some changes. And I thank you for that, because you have made a big difference for me. Um, I know Dr. Haddock, <laughs> he knows how I love public speaking. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for trying. <laughs> and the cohort has been so wonderful for me, and I will use it. I use it now, um, and I thank you so much for that, and I will continue to use it um, throughout with the uh, soldiers that I have and with the, um, the teenagers that I apparently I'm going to be having sooner than I thought. So um, God's moving very quickly. So... Um, and all my um, CE professors, thank you, because you have made an impact. And um, I was a Sunday school superintendent at one time, so I have used what y'all have taught me. And God bless Dr. Ott. He has been the best advisor and friend and a wonderful prayer partner. He has prayed for me and taken me through so much. Um, in the college and um, Sunday school and any of the personal stuff. And um, my husband was deployed twice to Iraq during this time period. And um, most of my fellow classmates also know and have been through a lot of it. I lost all my parents during this time too. So prayer works. So um, if you're ready, hold on to your hat because God can take you wherever you want to go. Thank you. Next group, John leading the way. Well, this has taken me five years as well. God called me probably 10, 12 years before that, and I kept running from him. And then finally, I gave in. He goes, Nazarene Bible College is where you need to go. So I go, okay, what am I supposed to do? You know, I've got bills to pay and all. And he goes, don't worry, just trust me and obey. So after some serious praying and contacting the NBC, they said, yeah, welcome, come on up. So I packed up my truck, not knowing where I was going to live, where I was going to work to pay those bills, and God kept saying, just trust and obey. And the very first day after I checked in at the administration office, God had me a job and a place to live. Trust and obey is what he taught me. There have been times that I was really willing to give up and ready to go home. 
financial difficulties and just stress and depression and all. But God sent people my way, people I call friends, family, professors I call friends, and family. He sent them all my way to keep me here. And every time I had doubt, every time I had fears, he said, just trust and obey. And I did, and now I'm standing here before you with my classmates. I say, praise God, for he is good. Well, God has done great things. He has been faithful. He's been, he's been awesome. He's, he's walked with us. Like many of you, I came here because of a call, um, a call from God to, to give it all to leave it all, to, to serve him by serving you, by serving each other. And uh, he had so much more in mind. If I just get out of the way and let him do his thing, I'd probably be a lot further along. But um, he gave me a wonderful wife and uh, my in-laws, and I can't figure who's the outlaw, but them or me. But, um, but it's just been, it's been great, the relationships between you guys, between our professors, um, the love, the camaraderie, the same passion, the same pursuit. Even with all the preconceived notions I had of what Bible college would be like and, and how, uh, how I'd turn out at the end, I mean, it's, it's just been different. It's been challenging and, and uh, in a good way. The professors have, have, have uh, stretched us to points we felt like we'd break. Probably use that in our science class tonight, maybe. Um, you know, it's, it's just been, it's been real. It's been, it's been tough. But I think if it wasn't for, and I think this is crucial, time developing that relationship with the Lord, they can give us tools here. They give us things we can use to help make us better, to help us to minister to lives. But we're the only ones responsible for our relationship with Christ. We came here because of a love, and we don't want to forget our first love. Though it's tough, though it challenges us, Spend that time in God's Word. Spend that time in prayer because if I wouldn't have, I'd have been in the way. And it's through prayer, it's through reading God's Word that He helped me to, to see that He had a plan that was bigger than I could conceive. So draw closer to Him during this time because only we can hold ourselves accountable to that. I can't stand up here and say that my time here has been easy. I've been challenged, greatly challenged, uh, been stretched, tested, but a lot of growth has taken place. And I don't think anybody's ever said that growth comes easy. It takes a lot of commitment, hard work. Um, a lot of fruit came. A lot of fruit has come in that time. I was, rem I'm, was reminded of a couple verses here. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body 
the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. And also, Philippians 1.6, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. We have that hope. For the students that are here, yeah, we're gonna be, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be tested. Just hang in there. Remember that um, the work that God has begun in you, the grace that has brought you here, will see you through. This is just a stepping stone. This is just one part of your life. Preparing you for who knows what, God knows what. I just want to say thank you to my wife, to my two girls, for all their support, their love, their care, the staff, the professors, for their prayers, their support, um, coming alongside us when we're having difficulties and challenges, and our fellow classmates. And I just want to say thank you. <laughs> they told a bunch of ministers to be they had 90 seconds yeah <laughs> um, I don't see Jan Dusen crap is she not here okay. I have to thank her she was always there tell her that she once told me I don't feel like I've been a very good advisor to you because I haven't seen you very much. <laughs> um, she's in school too, hello. <laughs> she was always there when I needed her. But most of all, I think my husband. He followed me out here because he felt called of God to support a wife called to go to school. Thank you. You'll never know how much it meant to me, how much it means that you are a godly man who loves God first and foremost even more than you love me. Thank you, Janine. You prayed for me. Whenever I had a need, you prayed for me, and I felt it. Uh, I'm not going to even bother to thank all the professors because you're amazing. You came here to teach, but more than that, you came here to impart God to us. And I can't pick just one of you because you, in the time that I've been here, you've all prayed for me. You've all prayed for every one of us. And I thank you. God bless you in your ministry to the students of this campus. Dr. Graves, thank you. You took a big job. And God is blessing us through you. Dr. Madsen, I'm one in four. My fellow classmates, 
you have journeyed this with me, and I with you. And let me just say, I'm so sorry. <laughs> God bless you. You will reap rewards in heaven, I promise. <laughs> and finally, five years ago, when we made this journey out here, God impressed upon me a scripture. And it was Jeremiah 29, 11. And my paraphrase says, God knows what's going on in your life, even when you don't. And it's good. It's not going to hurt you. It's good for you. So long as you love and follow him. I used to have a comfort zone where I knew I wouldn't fail. The same four walls and church busy work were really more like jail. I longed so much to do the things I'd never done before, but stayed inside my comfort zone and paced the same church floor. I said it didn't matter that I wasn't doing much. I said I'm very busy with committee meetings and such. I claim to be so busy with the things inside the zone, but deep inside was a longing to do more for Christ alone. I couldn't let my life go by a soul never to win, so I held my breath, came to NBC, and let the change begin. I took a step, and with new strength I'd never felt before, I kissed my comfort zone goodbye and moved almost from shore to shore. If you are in a comfort zone, afraid to venture out, remember that all of us at one time was filled with doubt. With a step or two and words of praise, you and God can make those dreams come true. Continue to reach for your future with a smile. God's success is there for you. Thank you. Well, four years ago, I came to NBC, and I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. I'd come from a liberal arts college, and I'd already changed my majors three times. Well, you know what they say, third time's the charm. <laughs> Today, I am married now, and I am ready to go forward with whatever God has in store for me. It's been a long journey, and I am so proud because I'm the first person in my family to receive a bachelor's degree. I thank all of you guys for all of your love and support. I thank you for letting me lead you through these years as a student council representative and as a vice president and as the president of Women in Ministry. And I will be praying so much for all of you as you continue your journey, as I hope that you'll continue to pray for me as I go forward. I thank my family, my dad who's here tonight to support me, and my uncle and my husband. And most of all, most of all, I thank God for choosing me. It is such a privilege and an honor. And I am nothing. I am worth nothing. And he decided to use me anyways. And I vow to serve him to the best of my abilities for the rest of my life. Thank you.
good evening. I know I'll take more than 90 seconds, so just get ready. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about what I'd like to say tonight, and the thing that struck me most about my time here at NBC is the unexpected blessings that have come my way. <laughs> and there's more than that one. <laughs> and uh, I want to start with the fact that before I even got here, the first blessing in retrospect was a husband who was very patient with me when, while I was learning, I'm the oldest of five, he's the baby of six, and I had to learn how to be a submissive wife. And that is a big, big job for me still. But he was very good. And when I received my call into ministry, it was 1998, and I was immediately put on staff at a church with no thought of coming in and furthering my education at all. Things happened at the church. There was a church split. The DS asked my husband to stay as a member of the board and asked me to stay as the minister of music. Things were not always easy while we were there, and I told my husband we would stay as long as he felt that, it, that we needed to stay at that church, even though we had in the meantime received the call to come out to NBC. So we delayed our start by over a year. And one day he just finally turned to me and he said, Darlene, it's time. Go and apply. And um, that is my first unexpected blessing, to have a man with no call out here to follow me out and say, I will support you in whatever it takes to get you to where God wants you so that we can be used. And I do mean that. So that's my first unexpected blessing. The second one won't, it'll sound strange, is the loss of Bobby's job. Four months after we were here, Bobby lost his job. But what an unexpected blessing when he sat down and he said, the bills are paid. We don't have another one coming for 30 days. And there's two weeks worth of groceries in the house. Many times throughout our time here at NBC, this has happened to us. And it is a blessing to know God is looking out for you. He wants you here. He is not going to abandon you. You will be taken care of in one matter or another. I know Dr. Dr. Matson probably won't believe this, but there have been times that I've missed Iowa. And uh, <laughs> I don't miss the winters. They're horrible there. But there was a time when I was really missing the hills. And I had asked God to help me every time I look at the mountains to see them in a new and fresh way so that I never, ever, ever tire of them. Because this is something I didn't grow up with. And one day when I was just down, I pulled into the parking lot over here at Oliver and I looked out and the clouds and the sun were over the mountains and they looked like hills and it looked like Iowa. Another way in which God takes care of us, when we miss things, he brings them back. And I thank him for that. I know a lot of us ladies will probably 
say that yes, this has happened to them, but the days that I have been ill or have been in a hurry and I've had to go to Walmart for some reason, I thank God for those unexpected parking lot spots that are at the front of the store. It, they are a true blessing. We've heard a lot tonight about the professors, but I want to tell you what an unexpected blessing they were for me because I had attended a Christian school before. I, it didn't take me as long as Sharon to get through school, but <laughs> this was back in the 70s. So, but they did not have the professors that we have here. I didn't know what to expect. And Dr. Lambright, the first day of class, it took all of five minutes for me to understand this man, as well as all of the other professors on this campus, have such a passion for Christ and such a desire to share that passion with us so that we ourselves receive it, that we can pass it on. And I will always remember your parents. <laughs> I will never forget them. <laughs> But the second thing that impressed me as that first class went on is that Dr. Lambright loved me before I even got into class. And all of the professors here do. To this day, there's not a professor on this campus that I don't feel like I can go to and say, I need you to pray with me. Even if I've not had them in the class, I know I can go to them and say, please pray with me. There are two professors who have retired since the year has gone by, but I want to tell you the influence that they have on my life. They're professors Denny and Ann Hage. They are my family. They made it home for me here. I have no desires to, I know this sounds weird, but to return to my parents because they have adopted me. They have adopted my daughter. They are not only family, they are a teacher, they are a mentor, they are a confidant. They are people who truly love God and wish to see all of us succeed. The big unexpected blessing I had <laughs> is a true blessing. After 21 years of marriage and at the age of 46, with three weeks' notice, we had Lydia. She continues to be a blessing to this day. We laugh all the time. She is a lot like me. <laughs> Daddy says, you're honorary like your mama. Anyway, and because of that unexpected blessing, the next unexpected blessing occurred. All of us who are A-type personalities, we know who we are. C is a passing grade. <laughs> and I'd like to wrap up by saying this is not an unexpected blessing, but to have God's reassurance that even though I may not know where he is taking us next or what that timeline would be or even if he will use me in the way that he has prepared me for through school, I have his reassurance that he is always with me 
He will not abandon me. He loves me. As unworthy as I am, he loves me. And that's what I would like to challenge all of you to remember. You are worthy for God to love. God loves you, will never stop loving you, and he will see you through to the end. See, even us music minister types can preach for a while. When I first stepped onto this campus five years ago, graduation seemed a long way off, and yet here it is. It seems like yesterday that I just sat in my first class trying to, to decide if I was completely out of my mind, not having attended school for over 20 years. And of all places to attend, why had the Lord brought me here to Nazarene Bible College? Well, it wasn't long before I began to see that this is the place that the Lord had chosen for me. NBC is a different college. There's much more going on here besides academics. This is a place of relationship. We have each built relationships with friends, with professors, with the staff and administration, but mostly with the Lord. Everything on campus here is spiritually driven. The Lord is right here. His presence is strong. He surrounds and protects this place, and he blesses everyone, each and every one of us on this campus. I want to thank the professors, for you have given yourselves to us to make sure that we have what we need for ministry and for life. I want to thank the staff, administration, faculty, because you care for us. You make sure what we have what we need to get through these classes. Mostly, I want to praise God. Your grace is forever bounding. Your love is forever profound. You have truly blessed my time here. I give you the glory. Thank you, God. MBC, Quinn, is another way of saying hello in my language. Please, I crave your understanding this night or tonight. I would like to say God is good and you let your response be all the time, okay? God is good? All the time. All the time? God is good. Thank you very much. My name is Michael Nemeka Anidube. I'm from Nigeria, West Africa. I'm Igbo by tribe. If God is with you, nothing can be against you. There's a saying that goes like this. You don't decide your life. You discover your life. My journey to NBC and to the United States of America was and still divine. I was an untrained but zealous missionary in Southern African country of Zambia and Zimbabwe where I was evangelizing to the Mukuni tribe, the so-called Tongas, Zulus, Bembas, Tokalayas, and the Lozis. It began one day in an abandoned building that I was living in. I call it my nest. 
when God got my attention and he needed my service, but I, should, that I, but I should be trained and I should start looking. And I started looking for a Bible college around the globe. I got three colleges, one in Scotland, another in Australia, and then the almighty NBC. <laughs> when I went through these, their statement of belief, they were all gelling, deeply unique and convincing. However, the three colleges all admitted me, but it's time to make decision. I prayed, and, I, and God told me to come to NBC. So my fellow students, God cares about this very college. When I came here, it was very, very cold. <laughs> coming, from coming from the tropics, I was confused, <laughs> afraid, and deeply disturbed. I wondered why God would bring a Sahara Desert bushman like me to a cold storage city like Colorado Springs. <laughs> I have not gotten the answer to this puzzle to, till tomorrow. <laughs> However, my fellow students, my NBC family, God's protection was ensured and guaranteed. Even when I got my bicycle before graduating to, to moped, and then he sent a car. Our God is good. But initially, I couldn't pay my fees. That's another issue. Having lost my daddy, the sole winner and the provider based on African contest, and my cousin couldn't follow up. I was, I was so alone. But, I, but, he, but, but, when, but, when, but you know what? That when the devil starts to mess, God starts to bless. I even got a letter from the college to leave within 15 days because I couldn't pay my fees. They have bills to pay. But all through these issues, I was at peace. I went to the prayer arena and started bombarding God with questions about my call. And, and why am I suffering like this? And he did not answer, but responded by sending a total stranger from Brazil and another American who actually told me that God told them specifically to pay my fees. I was really shocked, but I had to conceal my surprise and amazement. God also provided a humbling job, and he took me all the way till now. My dear fellow students, you can achieve anything with God. All we need to do is believe. People of God, I, don't, I know so many people here. You guys are families. I love everybody. I'm not going to be so specific by thanking this person and leaving that person. No, that's not Mike. Everybody contributed to my life here. Ranging from the past president, Sanders, God bless him, to the present one, Dr. Graves, Dr. Stoutin, Dr. Matson, all the fellow students, you guys are dream. You are wonderful. My conception about different cultures has been changed by NBC. You guys are my family whether you like it or not.
I don't think I'm going to be a bad preacher. <laughs> I always call back. So I just want to use this opportunity to, to talk to some of the students that have been discouraged about fees. Listen, if God gives you a vision, he makes provision. So, you know, just, you know, keep, keep, keep up the faith. Praise the Lord. God is good. And all the time. Thank you. Thank you all. Students, would you thank them one more time? Now receive the blessing from the one who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Go in his peace. Amen.